Welcome to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. I'm so glad you're here. Grab your favorite beverage and take a seat. Let me talk with you for a while. Welcome back to Conversations with the Card Reader, the official podcast for the House of Divina. I'm your host, Tony, and in today's episode, we're exploring some top five questions or issues that come up when people are sitting down having a conversation with the card reader. So I'm just going to look here, grab some questions, answer them as we go along, and then uh, we'll see what we get. So let's see here. The first question that we have, do you ever get people who lie in front of you uh, in order to get a reading? I won't say that they lie. Um, what happens usually, I said this in my trailer, but uh, tarot card reading it can make people feel very comfortable because the intimacy of a card reading is very similar to the intimacy that you share the first time you engage in sex, you know? So it can be just that energetically, emotionally, um, and mentally intimate. And so I won't say that people lie, but I will say that people will come in and they will project, uh, and it's just really, it comes out of a vulnerability of sitting down for reading with a person you may not know, and you're really not sure what to expect. A lot of times people don't, I don't know why they're thinking about this, but they're, because I, I, it was me too, I did the same thing. And you'll hear about that in, in one of my first uh, episodes. But we're thinking about, oh my gosh, you know, I'm sitting down here, I really, you know, I'm paying for this time, I, I'm sharing my time here and my energy. And I, what I really want to know is this, but I don't know how they, meaning the reader, is, are going to, how they're going to feel or what they're going to think about me if I ask what I really want to ask. So sometimes what will happen for me is people will come in and they'll just, you know, we'll do the, the conversation, the initial conversation. I'll ask them if they've ever had a card reading and all that sort of a thing. You know, the consultation stuff. And then um, I'll say, okay, well, why don't we talk about what brought you in today? What is it that you really want to know or understand better? And instead of them saying, you know, I'm having some trouble in my, my marriage or, you know, I'm, my children are growing up and I'm having some issues in, in how I'm relating with them. They're just not hearing me or I have this job and, and these are the things that are going on and I'm really trying to figure out, you know, is this where I need to be? Instead of them saying that, they will ask me about something completely different or they will uh, like project and say, you know, I'm having this challenge with my, my mate and then uh, this is what they're doing. But in essence, it's not their mate that's doing it. It's them or, you know, it's just the tales are, the tables are turned. Uh, what, what tends to happen though is when we're doing that or, or, or a big one that they'll do is they're like, oh, I just want a general reading. We'll talk about that a little bit more later. What happens, though, is when I'm reading as a card reader, what I will do is I will look at the cards to gauge who's sitting in front of me. And then when I'm doing a spread, it will uh, give me insight about the person, what's going on in their mind, what's going on in their energy. And it will allow me to see the other parties that may be involved and so that I can get a better understanding. So the cards always tell on people anyway, but it's not that they're lying. It's just that they're uncomfortable. They're feeling a little bit vulnerable. And so I get that. I totally get that. All right, let's see what else is in here. Uh, okay, so the question is, what is some of the funniest, what's the funniest thing that's ever happened when you reveal to somebody that you are a card reader? I call this the magic hands question. So people will ask me, hey, what do you do? And I'll tell them, oh, I'm a consultant. 
And then they'll say, oh, what do you consult on? And I'll tell them, you know, a number of things, uh, you know, just helping people live their lives more strategically. You know, if they keep prying or asking questions um, and they really want to know, I'll say, oh, well, you know, one of the tools that I use is tarot cards. Then they're like, oh, really? And then they will do what I call the funniest shit ever. They will show me their hands. I call that the magic hands. And (laughs) I have had to say on more than one occasion, I said, I read tarot cards. I'm not a palm reader. You showed me your hands. I mean, it's just it's just one of those things where, and I understand it, because of the culture here in the U.S., when you tell people that you are a card reader, they have a perception that where they lump all metaphysical divination tools into one, and what comes out is what they are either most familiar with or most curious about or what they deem to be the most taboo in their soul, right? And so if I tell you I'm a tarot card reader and you show me your hands, that means that you are either one, feeling exposed and um, you want to just show that you're you're open, or it means you just, you don't know to, to you, a tarot card reader may as well be a hand reader, someone who scries, which means reading crystal balls. The other thing that happens is people will say to me, oh, are you picking up something? Am I picking up something? That cracks me up because, and get again, I get it. I totally understand. But am I picking up something means that you think that I'm walking around here just like as a psychic antenna and that I'm just in people's energy and in their heads. Very much like if you guys have ever seen that movie, What Women Want or What a Man Wants, uh, the one with Taraji P. Henson or uh, is that Mel Gibson from the the What a Woman Wants? Anyway, if you've ever seen those movies where they're just walking around and they're just picking up people's stuff, and it gives me insight about what people think it is that I do. Uh, but I I think it's funny. I I'm not like, you know, making fun of them. But I, it does tickle me because I realize that as in a culture, as an ability, as a person with an ability or a skill set. I just have that much more to go. We have that much more to go in order to educate people about what it is that we do and um, how it is that we tap in and get the information that people makes people feel vulnerable, but also has the potential to help them change their lives. So yeah, when I uh, when people lump us all together, that is the funniest thing for me. And then they show me their hands or they ask me if I'm picking something up. Um, let's see, what else do we have here? What do I do with general readings? Well, sometimes when people come in to see me, I ask them, because I'm a consultative reader, what do you plan to get out of? What do you hope to get out of today's reading? What experience? What are you looking for an answer for? And they will tell me, uh, just whatever comes up. I'm open to whatever comes up. I just want a general reading. I have termed those readings drama and the general because usually what comes up in a general tarot card reading, because I told you guys before that when somebody's sitting in front of me, I want to understand who I'm reading for and how to best support them. Usually what comes up is that thing that's that really brought them in or the thing that they wish they had an answer for, but they don't believe that there is an answer available. And so uh, when I'm reading for people and they say they want a general reading, I will try to comfort them and or make them comfortable, I should say, by 
saying, hey, why don't you just tell me what's a prayer that you have out there right now that you wish that you had an answer to? What's been on your your heart? What's been on your mind? And what keeps you up at night? And and from there, we will be able to, to move forward because otherwise it just becomes a whole drama scenario where that stuff comes out anyway, and then they're completely freaked out. All right, let's see. Next question. How does a reader get all of that information from a card? Tarot, without going into depth about it, there's a phrase that says a picture is worth a thousand words. And so it is with tarot. A picture is worth a thousand words and ideologies, archetypes, that sort of a thing. So all of it just kind of works together. In order for me to really answer that question, I'd have to teach courses on tarot, and I don't teach. So, uh, But yeah, that's how it works. A picture is worth a thousand words. Let's see what else is here. Said you'd read more than just tarot. What other kind of cards are there? I'm what they call a cardomancer. And a cardomancer is just a person who reads cards for divination purposes. There are a number of card systems or languages or dialects of card reading that I use. The acronym that I've coined for the primary cards that I use is TALK, T-A-L-K, because the cards allow me to talk to people. So the cards that I read are Tarot, Angel, Lenormand, Kipper. And under Angel cards, I also include Oracle cards and Gypsy cards. Under Tarot, I include different dialects of tarot. So there is the Rider-Waite-Smith, there is the Marseille, the Thoth, uh, the Hermetic tarot, there is the Enochian tarot, there is um, there is also like a tarot of the Orisha, which is, well, I won't go into all of that, but yeah. So tarot has multiple dialects, just like any language, just like, let's say if you're in the US, the people in New York use a different slang than the people in Chicago, than uh, the people who are in Memphis, than the people who are in Colorado, than the people who are in New Mexico, Arizona, California, whatever. Every region tends to have their own dialect. And so it is with Tarot. Tarot has multiple dialects. So with Lenormand and with Kipper, uh, they, you know, Lenormand is just a language um, and it doesn't have different dialects, neither does Kipper. Angel and Oracle cards and Gypsy cards, they all have own their own languages. It's like being on a continent. Let's take the continent of Africa, for instance, being on that continent, and everybody speaks their own language, not just different dialects of the language, but they have their own language. And uh, Angel and Oracle cards and Gypsy cards tend to be like that. There is a such thing as Gypsy cards. It is a specific deck, and it has its own practices and that sort of a thing. So... There is that. Let me take one more here. Private personalized readings versus listening. Is it better to have a private personalized reading or uh, just do a listen to general readings online? I guess better is it's relative, right? It's so it, it really depends. It depends on why you're why you're listening to a general reading online. I find that when people do that, sometimes it's really more about either entertainment or getting comfortable with the concept of getting a reading or curiosity. But I find that private readings just hit differently. So if I'm going to have a choice between a private personalized reading or just listening to somebody do a general reading 
on any of the social media channels. Um, I'm probably going to take a private reading because, but that has more again to do with me as a person as opposed to anything else. So me as a person, if I'm going to do anything, I'm doing it for purpose. I, if I'm going to do a reading, it's because I am looking at ways to accomplish a goal, to have an experience that is going to get me from where I am to where I want to be. If I am looking at entertainment and just curious about what is going on in the energies of a particular zodiac, I'll say, because sometimes you'll see on social media that there are people who are doing readings for uh, whatever zodiac it is, you know, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, just down the line, they'll just do a reading for all 12 zodiac signs. So if I'm curious about what's going on in the energy of a particular sign, I, I would... It, I would read and be like, oh, okay. Very much so like um, listening to a general astrology report, something like that. But for me, private private readings just to hit differently. And so if I'm trying to accomplish something and I'm not looking to be entertained or educated about the masses, if I'm looking for something that is for me, about me, yeah, I'm going for a private reading. I think that is going to be all for today's episode. If this has been helpful for you, I invite you to subscribe here, download the podcast, come back and listen every Monday when a new podcast episode airs. And in the meantime, you guys have an amazing, amazing day. Thank you so much for coming over to my house. If you enjoyed this episode of Conversations with a Card Reader, please subscribe and download the podcast so you're notified when the next episode airs. You can find me on all social media as The House of Davina. Oh, and next time, bring a friend who needs a friend.